The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. What's up, peeps, freaks, and geeks? Welcome back to this very special edition of the Hitting the Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast, powered by the Roar Network at thegorillaposition.com, presented by Hameen Media, and in association with Last Word on ProWrestling.com. My name is Jargo. I'll be your host for the day, but let's give it up for our guest, ladies and gentlemen. He's a good friend of the show, making his third appearance on the show. In fact, the first man I ever interviewed on this show. He's the notorious one, Mr. One Punch, the man challenging for the Ring of Honor World Television Championship this Friday night at 17th anniversary, live on Honor Club, Mr. Shane Taylor. Shane, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me, man. It's a hell of an introduction. I appreciate that. That's what we do, my friend. That's what we do. Well, Shane, it's been almost a year since the last time that we had you on the show. In fact, I think I looked and it's been like 368 days or something like that. Why don't you tell us how you've been and what you've been up to since the last time you were on the show? Oh, man, you know, just uh, I uh, was able to finish up my independent dates this last uh, this past weekend. Uh, Signed the exclusive deal with Ring of Honor in January. So, um getting ready to start on that adventure uh, obviously you know I, I just had the baby um so she's, she's she's about a month old now uh so that's still adjusting to that schedule and doing those tie tie up of things been spoiled with the four-year-old you know so she's so independent that you know switching back to baby mode is is, is kind of crazy but uh we're getting that worked out um and other than that man just kind of training and, and and playing some Video games, just the normal stuff that I do. What's, what what video game system are you playing on, Shane? Well, PlayStation 4, Xbox is, uh, unless they want to sponsor me, you know what I mean? It is what <laughs> I was, uh, Xbox is not my cup of tea, um, but uh, PlayStation 4 is where it's at. Playing 2K, uh, basketball, some, some Call of Duty Black Ops 4, playing that blackout mode. So, you know, little this, little that. I like it. I like it. Uh as you were mentioning there, just a little over a, uh, a couple of months ago now, you made the exclusive contract with Ring of Honor. First and foremost, congratulations. There's been a ton of talent signing with Ring of Honor and different companies over the course of these last couple of months, really since the year rolled over into 2019. Tell us about the decision to re-sign an exclusive deal with ROH. Uh, it was... A decision that I didn't know that I was going to get get the chance to make going into the year. You know, uh, my goal with as much talent uh, going in and out as possible was to maybe you know just uh, re resign, but you know hit some of the bigger independents uh, and, and really make my name. You know, doing that as well. Uh, I just came back from that UK tour, so uh, things are looking really really good. Um, but Ring of Honor surprised me with the deal, and so once I talked it over with with um, 
with Ray and one, and once I talked over with my wife, um, we decided that um, that was the best thing for me and and the family. So um, we decided to take to take that option. Awesome. Uh, also, just a little over a month ago, you made your long-awaited debut with New Japan Pro Wrestling, an accomplishment that I know that you had been looking forward to for a while. Tell us a little bit about that experience and what it meant to you personally to be a part of the tour. Well, that was absolutely phenomenal. You know, uh, we did the, the three dates uh, in Los Angeles, Charlotte, and Nashville. Uh, and New Japan Pro Wrestling is such a professional company. They're so awesome. Uh, everybody in charge there treated us all so great. Uh, the fans were absolutely awesome. The shows were amazing. And for me, a guy who's been watching you know, and studying Japanese wrestling for most of my life, just to be able, able to uh, see the billboards and, and see the banners and um, like just walk into that ring and knowing that I got to compete in there is just awesome. Um, so again, you know, coming from the east side of Cleveland, Ohio, to then competing in a New Japan Pro Wrestling ring, it's pretty cool. That is very cool. I, I, I was very, very happy when I heard that that was announced for you. I thought that was such a great opportunity. Uh, it, as 2019 kind of rolled over here, we saw this huge change inside of the landscape of Ring of Honor as the elite and their friends kind of made their exit from ROH, Christopher Daniels with your own assistance. Um, however, with the BTE cast, of course, departing, there's been a ton of new talent brought into Ring of Honor. Of course, we're talking about Lifeblood, Juice Robinson, David Finley, Mark Haskins, Hot Sauce, Tracy Williams, Bandito, as well as talents like Roosh. We've seen you a bit at odds with some of the new talent coming into ROH, but what is your thoughts on this entire overall crop of talent that just kind of migrated into your territory? I mean, well, Ring of Honor does what they've always done, and that's just reload. You know, anytime we have an influx of talent leave, uh, management is always very good at uh, bringing new talent in uh, to those talents. Uh, wherever they're they're from, be it Mexico, the UK, or various parts of the states, uh, this is my time now. So I, I don't care where you're from. I, I I don't care about the name you had before you walked into Ring of Honor. Uh, you are now stepping into my promotion, and I'm going to be the one to carry this company going forward. So uh, keep your hands up and your chins down, boys, because because I'm throwing. I like that. Hands up and chins down. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the uh, the, the departure of Christopher Daniels. I, obviously, we now know that we, we saw the promo where you said that nobody had to pay you for this one. You just ran Christopher Daniels out of town because you didn't necessarily care for Christopher Daniels. What did it mean to you to kind of be part of this entire story that unfolded with the mass exodus outside of ROH? I thought you were the perfect man for the job. Mm. I mean, I essentially just did what I promised that I was going to do. Um, and that's put more money in my pocket. You know, when you don't have a guy like Christopher Daniels around, uh, more opportunities tend to open up. So I just made it my job and made it my mission to uh, go ahead and take those opportunities for myself. Um, Christopher Daniels just happened to be the one in the way. Uh, so he was the one that I took out and, you know, uh, for as much for as much sin as he's committed, you know, for the people in charge because of one act, 
to act like he suddenly, you know, turned over a new leaf. This is still the same CD who was trying to run or trying to ruin the company just a few months ago. But now he's a hero. Nah, <laughs> not in my book. Love it. Of course, we're here to talk about the huge event going down this Friday night. It's coming to us live from Las Vegas, Nevada at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's free on Honor Club for all VIP members. Visit ROHHonorClub.com to sign up and enjoy the live event. Shane, you're going to be challenging for the ROH World Television Championship against the current champion, Mr. Athletic, Jeff Cobb, a man who is still unbeaten in singles competition inside of ROH. You two faced off back in October at Glory by Honor and a true slugfest. What did you learn from the first matchup to change the result for the upcoming match on Friday? Uh, I learned that Jeff Cobb was more resilient than I thought he was going to be. You know, when you look at a guy like that, you clearly know the power, you know the agility, uh, and you know that he can go. But I, I, I didn't count on him being uh, as resilient as he was. So going into the rematch, I just know there can't be any pauses on my end. There can be no break in the attack. I need to put him down and keep him down. Inside of the ROH locker room currently, there's a lot of challengers for that ROH TV title, and they're coming in all shapes and sizes at this point. Do you prepare much differently for somebody like a Jeff Cobb versus a Bandito? Uh, not really. You know, uh, I, I don't focus too much on, on what, my opponent, uh, what my opponent brings. I, I focus on what I bring in maximizing my strengths, and the rest will take care of itself. I like it. I can't wait until you get a hold of a couple of these luchadors and just kind of start throwing them around <laughs> the arena. All right. He bombs away. <laughs> Shane, one of the biggest issues, not only in our society these days, but it's also kind of geared its head inside of the world of professional wrestling, thanks to the entire Kofi Kingston absolutely catching fire right now inside of the WWE, and it's kind of become race, and this is one of the things Rick and I are talking about on the show this week. I know you're very active politically right. on this topic and, and following your social media, which brings up a couple of topics that I wanted to bring up to you with the status inside of ROH. Personally, mm -hmm. when I look at the ROH locker room and the presentation, whether it be yourself or Kenny King, Jonathan Gresham, the ROH champion, Jay Lethal, ROH seems much more diversified than a lot of the pro wrestling companies these days. How do you feel about the status of racial equality inside of the world of pro wrestling and specifically inside of ROH? I think with the talent that you just mentioned and the status of all those men, um, the way that they're portrayed on TV, uh, we have a high concentration of people like myself who are very aware of the stereotypes for uh, African-American males in pro wrestling. And, and I think we do a great job of uh, avoiding a lot of those stereotypes. You know, for me, um, that's something that is very, very important to me and for people that, you know, are fans that would like to see me do that. It's just not going to happen. Even though I'm sure that would make a lot of money very quickly, it's just not something that I want to do. Um, and when you look at, you know, the history of pro wrestling, that's something that I, I think we've had enough of. Um, and it's something that um, I'm trying to change, you know, on the biggest scale possible as I go forward, uh, because we can't have depth of character. We can have range. We can do more 
and just be, you know, the singers and dancers or the pimps or, you know, or, or the thugs and gangsters. We, we are more than that. We can be more than that. Um, and that comes with having the stages that, that comes with winning championships. And, uh, for me, that's why this match with Jeff Cobb is even more important because if I win the television, excuse me, the, the television championship, I'll be only the third African American male in the Ring of Honor's 17 year history to do so. The other two being Jay Lethal and Kenny King. Uh, and even up until this point, Jay Lethal is the only one to win the world championship. So that's also a goal on my list. Uh, so uh, I, I have the uh, people around me guiding me that I think can get me there. Uh, so now all that's left to do is just keep putting the work in. I'm happy that you brought up Jay Lethal because one of the things that we were talking about just a couple of days ago, Rick and I, was with the Kofi Mania thing, and now it seems not only the potential of Kofi winning the WWE Championship at WrestleMania, the way they're telling the story, I feel like that absolutely has to happen. Uh, but Rick and I were talking, you know, when we talk about African-American world champions, Jay Lethal's name doesn't mm -hmm. come up nearly as frequently as you would think. It, historically right. speaking, he now has the accolades to claim that he is the greatest ROH world champion of all time. He's the greatest ROH TV mm. champion of all time. Do you think that it's still because mm -hmm. we're living in the era of Lethal that we haven't properly put it into a historical context or is Jay just playing not getting the respect that he rightfully deserves at this point? That, that's, a, that's a great question. And uh, I honestly think it's just when, when you look at society and how they look at professional wrestling companies, their, their eyes are on different places. You see what I'm saying? While a lot of people know, uh, know Jay all around the world, uh, some people, some people are fixated on, on simply, um, WWE and things like, like that. But, uh, for those in, in the know, Jay is one of the greatest of all time. Uh, when you listen to how he, uh, promotes himself or how he, or how his mind works about wrestling, you can just tell that the matches he puts on are all classics. Um, so for me and for those that know him and have worked with him, uh, he's one of the best to ever lace up boots. So uh, I hope that when people see him and they watch him, they're realizing that they're seeing greatness up close and personal. This Friday, Lethal will be defending his championship against a man who claims to be the real Ring of Honor world champion, the leader of the kingdom, Matt Taven. Shane, as a man who always has his eye on the prize inside of ROH, what are your thoughts leading mm -hmm. into this huge matchup? It's uh, it's an interesting one for sure. You know, um, Matt Taven has won just about every championship there is to win, except for that Ring of Honor World Championship. He's been, you know, in the company for years now. He feels like it's his time, uh, and he seems to be one of the few guys that's able to uh, get under the skin of, of Jay Lethal. Um, when you look at guys that have been able to do that, guys like Silas Young, um, you know, uh, guys have been able to beat Jay when they get him off of his game and get under his skin and get in his head a bit. Uh, so uh, with Taven being able to do that, his skill set, but not only that, but you got TKO Ryan and Vinny Marcellia out there. So anytime he's got the kingdom, you know, it's all bets are off. So I'm anxious to see, 
you know, if Jay can overcome all those odds or if it's Matt Taven's time. One final question for you before we let you go today, Shane. In a little under a month now, April 6, 2019, Madison Square Garden, you have become such a huge part of ROH. I have to expect that you're going to be on the show. But of course, with this matchup on Friday being for the ROH TV championship, you have to assume Mm -hmm. that that championship will be defended inside of the garden. What would it mean to you to walk into Madison Square Garden as the ROH World Television Champion? Man, that that sentence right there is everything. If I'm able to do that, man, uh, that'll just be uh, one hell of a feather in, in the cap on my career to be able to make history um, in that fashion, uh, especially representing Ring of Honor would be a dream come true. You know, there's a lot of work that needs to go in uh, between now and then. But again, you take, you talk about a kid from the East side of Cleveland, Ohio, who was supposed to be a statistic was supposed to be nothing, you know, and now, you know, talking about walking into the world's most famous arena with one of the most prestigious championships in our sport, Hollywood couldn't write a better story than that. So, um, I'm, I'm anxious to throw down with Jeff Cobb. I'm anxious to see, to see what happens. Uh, and I'm, uh, Looking very forward to uh, head into the garden. If you like two big, strong dudes getting into a wrestling ring and just beating the ever-loving hell out of one another, this is the match for you, ladies and gentlemen. It's going down Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on Honor Club, ROHWrestling.com, for all of the information. Shane, best of luck to you this Friday in Las Vegas. Why don't you tell people how to find you across social media, anything else that you would like to plug, and we'll go ahead and let you go, get you back to the family today. Sounds good, man. Uh, please, uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Shane216Taylor, if you're in the following mood. And if you're in the merch buying mood as well, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Taylor, or you can head to ROHWrestling.com. Uh, head to the merchandise store and pick up your knockouts for everybody t-shirt that includes Jeff Cobb um, and uh, go ahead and purchase those. I truly appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for the support and I will see you in Vegas and I'll see you at the garden. Thanks a lot, Shane. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Bro. Thank you.